Learning happens everywhere all the time. Hey there and welcome to the Homeschool Success Podcast. I am your host, Cami Wanis, the Freedom Scholar. My experience as a veteran homeschool mom, former public high school teacher, and mentor to homeschool families everywhere, along with periodic guests, will help you to create the homeschool experience you always wanted and your family deserves. Homeschooling is a leap of faith that can cause doubts, overwhelm, and uncertainty while trying to keep love of learning high and balance life, work, and kids. Each episode is packed with the strategies, tips, activity ideas, and resources you need to ensure your kids get a great education, create close family relationships, become good leaders, and have tons of fun. You'll learn everything from scheduling, curriculum, routines, and homeschooling multiple ages to increasing love of learning and everything in between. This podcast is different from anything else out there by also focusing on the thinking shifts that are the key to homeschooling successfully. Whether you're new to homeschooling or a seasoned veteran, make sure to subscribe so you'll gain the practical strategies and confidence you need to develop a rich love of learning culture and environment that results in passionate, lifelong learners. More than ever before, leaders are needed who have a great education and who use their unique talents and gifts to make this world better. Join me on my mission to raise our next generation of leaders through ensuring your family has a supportive and inspiring homeschool journey. Homeschooling is learning through life. You got this. Again, to the Homeschool Success Podcast with Cami Wanis. We are also live on in our Facebook group and in our YouTube channel with Kent and Amy Bowler today. We are going to be talking about parenting teens. It is so difficult sometimes to really get through to our teens, to really connect with them. And that is the key to homeschooling success. Not just our teens, but if you have kids of any age, it is really something that it, these principles can bring you all the way through. And I love that that about, about what Kent and Amy share, because it is so important to connect with kids and the relationships, the quality of our relationships really affect the quality of our homeschooling and the success and the results from that. So I am super excited to share them with you. Like I said, I think so highly of them and what they share. I actually took their, um, they're going to tell you about it because they're about to start another ultimate family connection challenge. And I am super excited about those that program because it is, it is really, um, the principles are so universal and they're really something that I, I took the challenge last time and I was super excited to see that a lot of the things that I found successful with my son were definitely something that they had talked about. And then also it gave me a lot of grace too, (laughs) in terms of, okay, that's something to remember. We're all growing and, (laughs) and give myself and my son some grace as well. So I am excited to share you guys. Oh my gosh, it's been a while since we've talked. And I just want parents and families to really be able to connect with their teens and their kids, no matter what age. And so you guys, can you just share with us a little bit about yourselves, your family, your awesome family, and about what you're up to? Oh, thanks, Cammie. We are so glad to be here. And this is so cool. Love what you're doing love this community of homeschooling parents. And I just love the idea of getting together because 
we can't we can't do it alone. We need we need each other and this support and strength and um it's really, really awesome. So, so cool. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Spending time with you and hanging out with you. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So we have seven kids and we've been parenting a long time. 30, our oldest is 31, youngest is nine. And we feel like, yeah, we've been parenting and homeschooling from the get-go, which forever that was back, back in the day when there were not a lot of homeschoolers and it was pretty unusual. And I grew up on East coast and it's even was less prevalent there even than than it is. We we're we're in southern Utah now. But um the thing that we just wanted to share is that we are like all other parents where we started our kids came to our home and we didn't have a parenting manual for them. We were not given the here's what you do. Now when they start having trouble, here's what you do. And none of us come with that parenting manual unfortunately. <laughs> and so we were doing our very best and just trying and um, and loving loving it for the most part. But then as they start to get older, started to realize that a lot of times they start to kind of drift away from you as they, as they get older and more independent. And there's good things about that because we do eventually want them to be their own people and start their own life and their own family. But as they're young teenagers, we just started to feel kind of a disconnect and just kind of drifting away. And so I don't know if anybody else feels that or has felt that in your family, but that's what we felt. And just looking at reading books, studying people, um, going to conferences, doing all we could to try to figure out, okay, how can we, how can we stay connected to these kids? It's kind of like you feel like um, someone's rolling down a hill and you're trying to pull them back. And like, you can't, like, it's a futile effort. You can't, you can't always do it. And, and that's kind of where we found ourselves in just um, not knowing what to do and trying everything. And then some of our kids, our teenagers really having some issues and even some serious issues. And, and then we had this counselor who we had the opportunity to connect with, who had connected with one of our kids and connected with us and told us this thing that just kind of really like hit us in the gut. I really felt like we had been drop kicked in the gut. And what he said to us is that there were things that we were doing as parents that were affecting our son. There were things that we were doing that were actually affecting his ability to move forward, his ability to make good choices. And I remember being so, so mad. I was like, what are you saying? That cannot be true. And do, anyway, do you know who we are? Do you know I what know. We do? What? Do you know oh my goodness. We're trying so hard. We're doing everything we can. We are conscious, um, proactive parents. So, so we know what that's like, but that really started us on this journey of maybe there really is something that we can change in what we are doing. We are doing our very best, but realizing and coming to find that these tools, that there really are steps that we could change and really learning to see our kids in a new way and to parent in a whole new way. And that's what we do now is focus on helping parents to be able to connect with their teens, to really heal their hearts with them so that they can strengthen that relationship. And when that relationship is strong, then everything else just falls into place. Schooling and just them making good choices and growing up, learning and becoming. That doesn't mean they make no wrong choices. It just means we are better equipped to know what to do when they do make those poor choices. 
I love that you guys shared that about, and I love that your, your purpose here is to bring families together and to really help raise up good whole people that are going to go out and create, you know, the best world possible, which is what I'm all about as you know, you guys. And so this is super important information that everyone needs, no matter what age kids you have, because this is going to be something that not only affects your homeschool, like they said, but it really affects who they become, which is really our end goal, right? That's really yeah. our end goal. Absolutely. And I love how transparent Kenzie and Amy always are. And it's so relatable. It's so, it's such a breath of fresh air and it's so, it makes you feel so human. And so it's so able to be like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Actually <laughs> that's all the time. Okay. It's great. It's great. So, and, but not make excuses for ourselves, which is really important. And that's something I think that I think you guys are really great at is pointing out, here's where our responsibilities lie. Here's where we can get better in our thinking. And that's really something where we can improve always. So when you think about teens especially how come people how how come that's such a trepidatious time for a lot of people why is that such a hard time to connect with parents when i think about my family and especially with my mom i mean we were like butting heads a lot you know and that was something that i felt like i was gaining trying to gain my independence but then also you know i was still kind of i was still a kid and that was you know, I'm seeing that with my own son now and I understand. I'm like, look, I get it where you're coming from. <laughs> you're trying yeah. to, to be your, per, your own person, but also, you know, trying to trying to navigate the fact that you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't tell him that. You can't tell him that. Well, I don't know. It's a bit. <laughs> what do you guys think? What do you guys see in working with parents? What is the, uh, the hard part about teenage years? Yeah, great, great question. Great question. You take it, Sweeney. <laughs> the, the hard part is that is that they are becoming their own selves, right? They're stepping into responsibility, accountability, and that independence that we were talking yeah. about. And and so there's this natural separation from us that's taking place, right? So when they're infants, they're toddlers, right? They actually see themselves as part of us, as part of their parents. And there's this continuum. And as they move across that, then they separate themselves and become their own self, their own being. And, and absolutely, like you said, Cammie, that's, that's what we're all about, right? Is helping them to become amazing, beautiful people, right? Who can crush it with life. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. And, and so, and so they're, they're going through this phase where they're, they're testing the waters and trying to be their own selves and make their own decisions. And on top of that, what we have are these patterns that happen just naturally, right? Where there are habits that we have as parents, because we didn't get that manual, that, that don't support them as they're separating, as they're trying to make those, those decisions on their own, choose for themselves. And, and it's not that any of us are, are messed up as parents or that we're broken. It's, it's just that we didn't know any differently. And on top of that, our own brains work against us. In, in psychology, they talk about uh, negativity bias, right? So there's the, the, the limbic system in the back of our head, and we're always looking out for those things that are a threat to us. And, and so our teenagers are trying to do things, and, and what we see first 
are all the mistakes, right? And, and especially as homeschooling parents, right? We feel responsible for everything that, that they do, right? Because it, there hasn't been anybody else, right? There's no one else that we can blame. <laughs> and, and, so, and so we have this massive load of parental duty, of responsibility, and so, and so we're like on the hyper lookout, hyper focused, and 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 they make a little mistake. What about? It? And and so we're and so we're kind of all over them, and and when we're in that space, we can't support them. And and so we just we need to shift that perspective a little bit, change these patterns in our in the way that we see things, so that we see them as beautiful, so that we see them just like a toddler who's learning how to take their first steps, right? We all love that. It's the best thing in the world when when a, an infant is going through that phase, toddlers going through that phase, they fall down and there's no big worry or fear on our side that they're never gonna make it as a person who can walk, right? But a teenager falls flat on their face trying to do something new for the first time. It's the same thing. Right, they're trying to do something new. They're 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 stretching their wings. They're trying to figure it out, and they're gonna fall flat on their face. But now, we have such big pressure that we've put on ourselves, and that we feel, and so we kind of freak out, go into freak out mode, and fear steps in, and and then we chide or we judge or we condemn, and and we don't even have to say those things. But when we feel them, yeah. right in the back of our head or think them they they feel it they they know our hearts and they feel it from us you know when kids go running mom's in a bad mood today that's the kind of feeling that we're talking about it's just in the air and and when our kids are feeling um feeling judged or that they're not measuring up um that feeling um is what holds them back from actually stepping into who they can become being able to feel like they can take risks like they can step out and try something new and that in our home mistakes can be made and that it's okay and that's that's a difficult thing that was one of the biggest mistakes that we made as parents is that our our expectations were so high with our older children almost to the point where as we were talking with them later and seeing some of the results of it seeing that that basically they felt like they couldn't make a mistake. They had to be perfect. They had to be perfect. And it was, that's impossible. We're not perfect. I don't know how we expected them to be. And and I don't think if anybody had interviewed us back then, would we have said our kids have to be perfect? We probably would have said like, no, but they need to be really, really good. Like <laughs> half step below perfect. That's our kids. Um, and so, so that is really so much of, um, it's just kind of this, um, it's, it's just a natural, it's a natural thing that our, our kids are going to be not always, they're going to be thinking different things than we are. They have different agendas than us. They have different ideas from us, ways of doing things. And, and that can lead to conflict. Um, it doesn't have to. And that's one of the things we can have in our home is a place where differences of opinion, differences of ideas. I think it's such a powerful thing with homeschooling to be able to have open discussions in our home. And, and we know so many parents who are really good at having discussions with their families, with their kids. And then you see other families that don't have that in their home. And, and those kids have a lot harder time. It, 
then they're, when they have questions or they don't agree, they don't know what to do about it. And they don't go into, they're not able to have depth of learning when they can't have that really high level discussing with their parents and with their peers and with their siblings. Super, super powerful. There's so much value in having that connection. Oh my gosh. That is so powerful. And I... Stop talking about me, okay? So, <laughs> totally talking about me. The, the, I feel the that fear that you're talking about, Kent, so strongly, and in and especially when it's something that I'm learning right now, and in going through as we're going, my son's almost 15, and we're going through that right now, that whole stage and that whole you know kind of independence and that pushback, and and it's so it's so prevalent and it's so much more focused. I feel like when I only have one, so that makes everything more hyper-focused and makes uh -huh. everything more yeah. concentrated. And Doesn't so it's like, yes, exactly. <laughs> one shot. And it's also like, he doesn't have anywhere to hide. <laughs> so, you know, it's, he doesn't, it's all out there and it can be really hard. And that's something I'm really working on is really trying to give them space to, you know, to fail and space to, you know, like you're learning in space. I get it. You know, I know where you're coming from. I totally understand. We're giving you grace, you know? And so that's, and especially with very uh, personality styles, like Amy was talking about, is so important to understand because if you understand your kids and where they're coming from in terms of their, the way they think about things and the way you think about things, man, that can be a game changer. And I know it has for me. And it's so different. My son and I are so different the way we think about things sometimes. And it's like, I don't get what you're talking about. Why do you do it like this? I don't yeah. understand. And that can be so frustrating. And But to know where they're coming from is such a big deal. And that's why I definitely do teach that all the time, especially in our homeschool success club. But anyway, I know we talked about, and Amy, you were talking about as far as homeschooling, it really can be difficult because with if they don't have those discussions and things, it can be, they may not have another outlet, right? So what, what do you feel and what have you seen? And you guys are such veteran homeschoolers. It's so amazing that how does that relationship and the quality of that relationship really affect the outcomes of homeschooling? Yes. Super great question. And, and, you know, the, the first answer is that, um, our relationship with our kids affects everything that they do because our relationship with them is the is their core relationship. It is the most important relationship to them as they're growing up. And so it it affects what how they feel when they wake up in the morning. It affects what they do when they're working on school, when they go and they're playing with their friends, when they're considering what they're going to do later in their life. It is all affected, um, firstly, by their relationship with their parents because that is their most important relationship and they want it to be strong. And even when they're pushing us away and saying, no, I don't, I don't want to hear that right now, mom. Ultimately, and, and even if they're being disrespectful, they want that relationship to be strong as much. I don't know. I don't know if you can quantify it that, but a lot. <laughs> I mean, we, of course, as parents, always want it to be strong. And I think kind of we're always going to want that probably a little bit more than them, but they do want it. They really, really do. And they're, and they're seeking for that love. And when we see the majority, I believe problems that we see in, in our world today are really a result of children 
who didn't feel loved by parents, who didn't feel, um, in fact, there was a parent who, um, so who talked with us today. It was like an hour before we started. And yeah. so she's, she's a good family friend. She has her own kids and, and we've been friends for, I don't know, several years. And every time I see her, I, I just give her a big hug and squeeze. Right. And don't really say anything. But today she said to me, you know what? I never got that from my parents. And every time you give me a hug, it validates my inner child and lets me know that I'm that I'm worth loving, right? And and that's what we're talking about. It talking about is there's so much going on in the world today with the patterns, with parenting, with the pressure that's happening in the world yeah. with homeschooling, right? That that even though as parents and I know that her parents loved her. We know her, we know her parents too. <laughs> Amazing right? people. But but what happens is that because of all those things that are happening, our children can't feel that love from us. And so there are things that we have to do to open up that channel of connection so that they feel it, so that they know that we're on their side, so that they feel that love, so that they feel like we're their advocate. Right. And not just the guys that say, you know, pick up your dirty socks. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, do your homework. Yeah, yeah. And story. so that when they, I mean, we've probably all, all been in that situation where you're, you know, you're kind of frustrated with your child. And, and when you add on to that, the homeschool, so then you, you know, you're frustrated because your child didn't do something they said they would do. I don't know. Throw some, pull something out, like maybe clean their room. And so you walk by the room and you see the room a mess. And so maybe you say something like, ah, oh, you were supposed to clean that yesterday. You said you would, you didn't do that, you know, something like that. And then the child says something back and now there's a little bit of tension and maybe it, it was a huge one. Maybe it was just a little, and now, oh, it's time to start doing our lesson. Let's talk about history. Who wants to learn about history now? Who wants to talk about the multiplication tables? No one. Not mom, not the child. I mean, it it just, I mean, we know. We know what that's like. And, and I, I think probably the number one thing I get from people who don't homeschool, who talk to me, I'm sure all of you have gotten this before. I could never homeschool my child. They would never listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, it's, and it's kind of humorous because it's like, well, my kids are perfect and they listen to me all the time. No. <laughs> but what the cool thing about homeschooling is and why we just admire homeschoolers so much is that you have taken on this added responsibility. And because of that, you have your children with you more. So you have more opportunities to have times when the relationship maybe isn't strong. But instead of saying, off you go to school, you they're still there. And so you have the opportunity to do the healing, to say, no, guys, um, let, let's take a pause for a minute. Mom's got to go. I got to do something in my room. Maybe it's cry. Maybe it's go to the bathroom. Maybe it is just put on some calming music, you know, and, and whatever it is, you know, however old your kids are, but, um, finding your place of calm so that you can bring yourself back to that place of where you feel whole to your child and where you can let go of whatever it is they didn't do. Cause there's going to be stuff because they're kids, they're people. They didn't clean the room or they didn't finish their work that they said they would do, or they didn't try their hardest that, you know, they could, and they did it yesterday. Why can't they do it today? 
that kind of stuff. We are, we are basically, we're just living it. You know, it's, it's, it's our life all day long interacting with our kids and they're not always at their best and we're not always at their best. And so, um, it, it affects it. And, and the cool thing about homeschooling is we have this opportunity to say, you know, this is hard. It is harder than just say, kicking them out to school. But at the same time, you think about, you send them to school and now they go to school with this bad feeling on their shoulder. And are they actually dealing with it? Most likely no. And so, and so that means now they're looking for validation in perhaps the wrong places, right? Right. Because they're not, they're not feeling it from mom and dad and they want it desperately. Yeah. And so that's why, that's what drives a lot of these other behaviors that we see. Yeah. 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 And, and, and yet we get this opportunity to, to make it right with our kids and to say, ah, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I know this room, this room is a struggle and, but you know, we're going to figure it out. We're going to find a system that works. I know that you can keep your room clean. I know I sometimes have a hard time, especially I don't like making that bed. It's just, ah, you know, you just, you have those opportunities, such, such a huge blessing. And, and when you have that relationship, then you find they're coming to you and asking for your advice, asking for your help. And, and you can go, um, I just, I just think about seeing, you know, seeing some of the fruits of it as we have our, we have, let's see, five of our kids are grown, but we're in the middle of it right now with our 15 year old and nine year old. And just seeing her start to feel some of those fruits and just seeing her really going into more depth in her education and just coming to me and talking to me about her assignments. She's working on this paper, trying to understand, um, she's gonna, um, we, we teach, we teach this class to her about, um, well, it's about understanding different worldviews. And so each of the students is given a worldview and they're supposed to write a speech on a paper as if they're running for president. And so she's given this different worldview that is not her own. And so she's got to think from this other perspective and, and she's just coming to me and we're talking about it and we're discussing, well, what is it like? What, um, what would somebody who believes that feel, you know, what would they want to be if they were president? What would they want? You know, what kind of laws would they want in our country? How would they see the issues that are facing us? What are the issues? You know, and I was like, you know, you could maybe go look at this video or you could watch some past presidential elections and, and she went and did it. And she studied those. She's like, oh, that really helps mom because I've never seen a presidential debate. Those guys are crazy. They're cutthroat. I mean, you know, it was just, it was, it's so cool to see that. And, and so much of it is because we have a strong relationship because she knows that she can come to us and she can also come to us in tears and say, I can't figure it out. I don't know. I don't know what this person would say. I don't know how to, I don't want to be president, you know, whatever it is, you know, they can, they can, it, it's just so, so cool and so vital to have that, that strong relationship. But it doesn't mean, I just don't want you to feel like, well, if I don't have it too late. And, and that's perhaps one of the things that's a, a misconception out there is that they're on that path and I will never see them again. Right. They're off. If it's own, a bad path, whatever path they're on, mm. right. The, that that process of separation, the belief that that I will no longer have a good relationship with that child, that that's false. And we just, well, two years ago, our fourth child got married 
and she was out living on the East Coast and they wanted to have the wedding out there. And so we went out to the East Coast for the wedding. And since everybody was going out, our older boys, the three older boys said, hey, mom, dad, since we're going out there anyway, can we go to the beach like we used to with uh, their grandpa and grandma? And and so we did. And, and we spent a couple of days out at the beach uh, right before the wedding. And they said, oh, this is so great. We want to do it again, right? And so now we just got back three weeks ago from from going again out to the beach with all of their our kids and their kids thrilled to be with us and to spend time with each other and and enjoying each other's company and it's it's beautiful that is so beautiful and that those are such amazing results and i loved it i love seeing your guys's stories unveil or unfold and and really process and in the way in the way that seeing the results of your older kids coming back and really yeah. being like just amazing adults and and being somebody who wants to come back to the family. And that's ultimately what we all want, I think, as parents, especially if you're listening to this, you definitely want that. And I love the way that you talked to Amy about the the connection, those conversations. That's one of the things that I found in the last year, really, with my son is the be the most amazing conversations. We have about studies, we have about history, we have about culture, we have about being a person, about conflicts, about everything, and just having him come and say, you know, mommy, I'm I'm really having trouble trying to figure out every time I do this with this person, this happens. And so what do I, how do I get that to stop happening? What do I, what do I do? You know, what, how do I better? And that question, oh my gosh, like if you can have your kid come for you, you're just like, as a mom, you're like, woo like, right. yes. I mean, that's Let's why we do what we that. do so that they come to us. Because if they come to us with a question, that means they want to know the answer. Their hearts yes. are open to receiving. Absolutely. And he knows like he can have a he can have a difference of opinion and have whatever and have a debate and have this open, you know, discussion about, you know, politics or whatever. Lately it's been a lot of AI and artificial intelligence yeah. way into that. Yeah. So a lot of conversations about that. And just really, really digging into what he thinks he knows, what he what he wants to know, what he's connecting things together and seeing those things. I just, oh yeah, that reminds me of a story I we just read the other day. And in, in, you know, the alchemist and, you know, that was da, 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 da. And this is what he said. And I'm like, it's working. Right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you guys, it's not always like that. Yeah. It's not always like that. And I yeah. love that you mentioned that, that we don't feel like we have to be, it, you know, if it's not amazing, that it can't be ever amazing, that it, it can, we can rekindle that. It's super important for us to, to focus on, on how to do that. And so can you guys give us a couple of tips, just a couple of things that you guys cover just normally that you will always see, you know, how can we better connect with our teens? What, what are two really big things we can focus on? Awesome. Awesome. Well, the, the thing probably that we coach parents on the most is to see the good and to focus on that good. And you think about, walking by your kid's room and you peek in there for a second and that, you know, it takes a fraction of a second to look in and see the unmade bed, trash on the floor, dirty laundry, stuff wadded up, you know, inside out clothes and shoes and maybe like an old snack bowl on the floor, you know, whatever, all that stuff. And in that instant, it's like, er, and we can see all that. And maybe even if you're like me, it's like cataloged in your brain. Okay. Add that to the list of things I need to do 
teach to clean room, you know, whatever it is. But it also at that same time, if we can take a second and not just see the bad that was in that room, but if we can see the good, you peek in that room and don't take a half second, maybe stop and take two or three seconds. You don't even have to walk in the room. You can stand in that doorway and you can see on their desk is a book open. They were reading. You can see on their, um, on their floor. I know they were reading. Mm -hmm. Like they chose to do that in their room on the floor. Maybe is, is a note from a friend or a sibling. Um, maybe there's, uh, that, that bowl of food. There were some vegetables in there. You know, they were, (laughs) they were trying to, there used to be vegetables. They ate some vegetables. I mean, just, just in, it takes so much because of that negativity effect. It's so much easier for our brains and remembering that to see the negative, that that negative is just going to float up to the top. Um, just like it's the lightest thing. And so we have to work hard to consciously say, I want to see the good. I know there's good and find it and notice it and write it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When, when we write that down, it serves notice to our brain that this evidence that we have just collected is admissible in my internal court. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that it's important. And that and and you write that thing down like, oh, he 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 didn't give up. That was cool today. That was awesome. He said thank you. He he helped. He helped make dinner. He helped a younger sibling. She, you know, learned something new in in her, you know, in reading this book. You know, whatever it is, it can be little things. It can be big things. Notice the good, and and try to do it so much that it outweighs the negative. It outweighs the things that they're struggling with, and and I, I know. That there are some negative things out there. We felt them in our home, in really, really serious ways. And our kids have addictions made some... that our kids have had, and and things where we are really not sure how we or they are going to make it. Um, but no matter what, even when you're in the really hardest of places with them, with their behavior, there is always good. There's always good, not just in seeing the silver lining, but in really honestly seeing. They are going, doing good right now. Not just, they're a good boy. They're a good girl. I love them. But honestly, they did this. Like they, they got up today, came out to living room and, and sat next to their little sibling and listened to them tell about their dream. I mean, it can just be those little things that we may be like, well, they should do that anyway. That's just a part of being a person. Give them credit. Give them credit. For stuff that they do, you know what? And while we're at it, this is just like a side tip. Give yourself credit for the good that you do too. Because we do the same things to ourselves. Well, I that's just, you just have to do that as a mom. I have to make dinner. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You don't. Uh, well, that's just part of being a homeschooler. You know, we, we study, we read, we read. No, you don't. You could be a lazy homeschooler. You could not care. Um, you did it. You get up day after day, you dedicate your life to your children. You put your heart and your soul into that. That is good. Yeah, maybe you made a mistake, 
but you are doing good. And, and when we, so that's kind of the two things. It's like focus on the good you're doing and focus on the good that they are doing. And when we write that down, then we start to train our brain to see things from a different perspective, right? So we start to make this shift where we are reframing how we see each other, how we see ourselves so that our own heart is whole and how we see our children. And as we are able to shift that perspective and reframe it, because we're writing those things down, the brain says, you know what? You never stop for a half second. And I just saw you sit down for 30 seconds to write down this list of things. You spent calories. You found a pen and you wrote it down on your paper, right? This is serious. This is hardcore. Moms never stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And, and you wrote that down. And, and so the brain goes, I got to pay attention to this. This, this is a big deal. This is important. She never does that. Right. And so as we write those things down, it, it reinforces to our brain, this is what I care about. This is what we care about. Right. And so, and so we're overcoming those natural tendencies. We're overcoming that limbic system, that negativity bias by this training of looking for the good and writing it down. And as we do that, it changes what's in our heart because now we can reframe how we see our child. They're falling flat on their face, but it's okay. They're just a toddler. They're going to make it. They're going to figure it out and they're going to get there. And so it removes that judgment, that condemnation from our hearts, right? And as we peel that off, our children feel that love that we've always yeah. had, but now they feel it and they get it and they go home. Just like with the, with the mom right now, before we started, she could tell that my love was real. Right. And, and that's, and that's what we want our children to feel from us, that our love is there. It's constant. It's never changing. And no matter what they do, we're always there for them and we will always love them. I hope you guys can really just see and hear the passion that Ken and Amy have for what they're talking about and the wisdom there is. There's so much information and it, there's so much truth. And the fact that we are setting the example for our kids, not only in terms of how they feel loved, but how they're going to love other people. And so that's going to be, you know, not only just in homeschooling, but in life beyond and who they become in such an amazing, an amazing ability to be able to pass on a legacy here in terms of you just getting better. I do often hear, you know, I can't homeschool because my kids won't listen to me. I remember overhearing that at, uh, on the pool deck over at swim practice one time. And this mom says, Oh, I'm never homeschool. She doesn't listen to me now. And I was like, ah, oh, just a, such a limiting belief in terms of yeah. an excuse of what you that you can't be that for your kids and that you're not willing to make the 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 changes and the information taking more new information and I just love, I love that you guys are really about that. And I want, if you're watching or listening to this right now, that is so you, you are already on that path and we're super proud of you for taking new information and being intentional. And that is really what good parenting and good homeschooling is about. And so Ken and Amy, can you please tell us what is happening on Monday? So Monday, we, you guys are starting your ultimate family home or connection I think I said challenge. that wrong. <laughs> challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the long, longest name ever. <laughs> Very long. <laughs> I think. But tell us, tell us what it's about. I know I, like I said, I did it last time. And you guys did it. And I was so empowered by that. And I know I was so 
even more empowered that that more people were listening to this and you guys have hundreds of families that sign up for this every single time. And I'm so excited that you're sharing this. So what is it about? And like, what, how can we connect with you guys there? Super cool. So it's what we found is we were doing kind of shorter little workshops, even just an hour here or there. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't enough. And so what it is, is a four day challenge where we teach you our very best tools and tips to help you to know exactly the next steps to take in your family to help you build that connection. And so every day we get on live for an hour and we will teach and you can interact, ask questions and just questions in the chat. And then we give you homework because we want you to take action. And that is the cool part of a challenge because it's a challenge, not just this passive sedentary thing. And so we're going to ask you to step up and actually take action in your home. And you follow through, you take the step, and then you come back the next day and we're going to teach you something else. And then each day you take another step. Each step is very doable, doesn't take very long. Thanks, Cami, for your, we loved having you in the challenge because each, I mean, really the action steps, especially the first couple of days, they take like under 10 minutes, right? Five minutes even. And and they're all just doable. internal. It's just, yeah. it's just you with yourself, right? So you don't have to get the kids involved or the spouse or anybody else, right? It's just you working on your heart yeah. so that they can feel that love from you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, there's this awesome Facebook group and people are sharing their successes, sharing their experiences. And, and we just, each day we build on the next day and teach more tools and, and give you more um, steps on the path to having success in your home and strengthening that relationship so much that you can then go to the next level, which is helping them improve their behavior, because that is the next step. But without that connection, it's not going to happen except on a surface level of like, go clean your room or you're in trouble and they go do it. That's not a core like behavior change. They haven't changed like fully. It's just, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We want, we want really core behavior changes. So it's, it's super cool. We'd love to have any of you join us. There are lots of people who are homeschoolers on there because I think maybe because we homeschool. So lots of people just like feel the homeschool vibe in there, but um, we'd love to have any of you join us. It's just four days. One um, yeah, starts. So the main thing is you just sign up and it's free. And um, so that's, We'll get, we'll send the link so that you can sign up for free and join us. And then we'll send you an email that tells you how to get into the Facebook group. And then you join the Facebook group and it's live in there, kind of like Cami does. So, yeah, perfect. That's super exciting. And I know that Ken and Amy are going to drop the link in, uh, yeah. in, in the, in the comments here in the Facebook group. Um, we'll also put them in the show notes for YouTube and for the podcast. So you guys definitely sign up for that. And even if you're not, that's a good way to reach them so that they can, you know, even if you miss that part, you can reach them and get in touch with them about, about working with them as well in the future. So I am super excited. You guys, that is such powerful information, such life-changing information, and really something that we all need to focus on to really raise up kids so that they can be their best selves and we can be our best selves because we want to show up great for our kids. So I love your passion. I love your transparency. I love everything that you guys are 
are exemplifying in the world. And so thank you so much for sharing with us today. I'm so, and this is not the last you're going to see of them, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) definitely for sure. So thank you so much for spending time with us today and sharing with us. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. If you're loving this information and want to connect with Cami live, join our Facebook group, the Freedom Scholar Homeschooling Community. Every Thursday in Live with Cami, you can get more great homeschool tips, how-tos, and resources, and get your questions answered. And subscribe to our newsletter to get your free ebook, Creating Educational Harmony in Your Home. See show notes for the links. Hope to see you live. This is an informational podcast. The information presented in each episode is the most recent and honest to the best of the presenter's ability. Results are not guaranteed. This podcast aims to educate and there are no guarantees of results implied. Listeners are encouraged to seek out and meet their local homeschool requirements. Any products, websites, and company names mentioned in this podcast are their respective owner's trademarks or copyright properties. The presenter is not associated or affiliated with them in any way unless otherwise stated. Nor does the referred product, website, or company necessarily sponsor, endorse, or approve this podcast. We hope you enjoy and find value in each episode. This content is copyrighted and not authorized for reproduction.